Good day, everybody. Welcome to the Multiverse of Entertainment podcast. You're live in your living room, car, earbuds, or where else you listen to audio devices. My name is James. Welcome. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast, where this week we are talking about uh, probably one of the early adaptations of cartoon live-action movies that, that have been during the 90s. Uh, we're talking about uh, Inspector Gadget, uh, brought to you by Disney. Now, before we get into the podcast, I'd like to say thank you all so much for tuning in. Appreciate you. We are still working on our um, YouTube uh, channel at this moment in time, so I do appreciate everybody being patient with us. And uh, I do appreciate everybody uh, tuning in each week. Uh, without you guys, uh, this podcast wouldn't be where it is to be uh, today. So I do appreciate it. Uh, first off, uh, I'd like to talk about a couple of uh, new stories that broke out this week, um, which I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, I'm really excited to hear. Um, I'm sure you guys have probably seen our Instagrams already. Uh, first of all, uh, congratulations to the to Miss Marvel, the Miss Marvel TV show, uh, nominated for uh, Emmys this week. Uh, there are a lot of Emmys uh, been brought out, so congratulations to them on that. Uh, love Miss Marvel. Uh, if anyone has ever se- hasn't seen Miss Marvel yet, go check it out. Uh, one of the one of the Probably one of the best uh, Marvel shows to come out so far. Um, and also Andor as well. Star Wars Andor uh, was nominated this week for Emmys. Uh, congratulations to them. And obviously The Last of Us, which I've yet to see. Um, so they've been, they have been uh, awarded Emmys as well, or nominated for Emmys. So congratulations to everybody who nominated. Um, also, we got uh, first sneak peek into seeing what Deadpool and Wolverine will look like in um, in Deadpool 3 coming out next year, hopefully next year, fingers crossed, uh, assuming these uh, uh, the active, you know these strikes uh, that are happening at the moment will won't hamper it. If it does hamper it, it'll get pushed back six months, they've already said. Um, but Logan, uh, Wolverine looks absolutely incredible in the yellow spandex uh that we've all been waiting for these last 20 years of x-men movies and uh no helmet we still haven't seen the helmet yet but we are confident with uh what they can do um i'm always confident when it comes to like the mcu films i'm a huge marvel fan and um you know the suit looks amazing I do kind of wish that they'd gone, uh, you know, sleeveless with uh, Logan's biceps, uh, like in the animated series. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm more. That's just me nitpicking. Um, but seeing him in the classic yellow spandex with the blue gloves and the blue boots for me, uh, uh, it's just fucking awesome. I cannot wait to see that uh, show. Deadpool looks amazing as well, obviously. And and also Deadpool news story wise, I forgot about this. Uh, Jennifer Gardner has been added to 
the Deadpool show and she's a uh, Deadpool movie sorry and she's going to be reprising her role as Electra uh news broke on IGN and with Marvel as well so uh I'm really really looking forward to see uh what uh Jennifer Gardner's Electra is going to be like in the MCU uh, I think she was given an unfair shake in the Electra movie and the god awful uh Daredevil film which by the way, a lot of people blame Ben Affleck for that. I don't think it's Ben Affleck's fault for that. I think it's just poor writing. So, looking forward to seeing Electra back and seeing her in the MCU. So, hopefully, we'll get to see her in all her glory and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it as well. Uh, news-wise, I've never actually done news on the intro before, so I'm pretty, really, really happy. Uh, with that. Um. What have I been watching as well uh, this week? Uh, I've been watching um, the new Secret Invasion TV show. Uh, really, really good. I'm, I'm loving it right now. Uh, episode four was a little short for me because the last three episodes have been like at, at least an hour long. Uh, episode four was about half an hour and we've only got two episodes left uh, of the show, excuse me, and... Uh, Hopefully, there will be bangers and close out to wherever we need to go. I do have a funny feeling that this show is going to lead us up to Armor War. So, stay tuned on this. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, no, really, really good. And we've got Ahsoka in a couple of weeks. So, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing Ahsoka when that comes out in, um, in, uh, in August, next month, August 23rd. So get your disney plus subscriptions ready to go all you star wars fans um so without further ado guys uh let's crack on with the episode uh that's a, the longest intro i've done so far so yay me uh so we are going to jump in to the episode episode 15 which is of course inspector gadget i'm going to be joined by my friend uh sassy bear and this movie originally came out July 23rd, 1999. Wow. Wow. Almost 21 years ago to the day. Almost, anyway. So, enjoy the episode, guys. Geek from Kansas who became a security guard. Okay. Right. This is about the second time I've fucking recorded this <laughs> fucking thing. So, Sassy Bear is here with me talking about Inspector Gadget. This is not the only thing that's going to go wrong with this fucking episode because we're talking about this fucking movie. All right. So, Sassy, thank you for joining. How is the thank wrestling you. this weekend? Uh, the rest has been pretty good. Um, was down at uh, Falling Star Wrestling yesterday. Uh, was part of a triple threat tag team match, which was interesting. Ooh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so that that went over pretty good. Oh, I wish I was there. Did you win? Uh, fortunately, no, but it was good fun regardless. Ooh, book in. I'm talking. Oh, it's the second <laughs> time I've done that. Um, <laughs> so, when it comes to like this this movie. Uh, when I first pitched this, this was going to be like in the mid-teens. 
you immediately was like, yeah, I want to be on this. I want to talk about this. Because we're, we're, we're of similar age. We grew mm-hmm. up with pretty much the same things yeah. that ha- have either been previously talked about on this podcast or um, or we're still or we're watching it for the first time. And uh, we were talking before we recorded as well that yeah. You you have your thoughts on this movie. Yeah. I have I have my thoughts where I think it's good. I think the movie's kind of good, but very, very cheesy. And one of those early adaptation of like cartoon live action movies or cartoons slash I don't know. Uh cartoons slash uh cartoons slash uh comic book style films right so Mm -hmm. thinking about how to tackle this episode this week in my head i was kind of like should we talk about like the general story of of the film and then talk about the bad bits and then the good bits or just want to tear this film apart um i'm 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 easy to just throw all my thoughts (laughs) uh onto this movie to essentially Dissect it bit by bit. <laughs> bit, 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 bit. All right, so, so... <laughs> similar to the Mario episode we did. So oh, there we are then. So for those of you who have never seen this film, uh, it is on Disney Plus right now. Go and check yep. it out. Um, it's all about this uh, this security guard whose dream one day is to become a full blown policeman. That is yes. literally it, and he's working a shift one night. And all of a sudden, he is in a bit of a pickle with this bad guy called Sco. Was it Sco? Sco Flex? Was it? Uh, so the name I spotted uh, in the casting was Sanford Scolex, who who, who origi- originally in the cartoon show, yeah, is known as the Claw. Or something like that, isn't it? Uh, Dr. Claw. Dr. Claw. I specifically remember Dr. Claw in the cartoon. Yeah. And this is where it's going to lead to one of my things that I did not like the way this movie handled it. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. So I'm very familiar with the cartoon. Like I yeah. grew up watching the cartoon because it was reruns a lot in the 90s. Yeah. And what I felt the cartoon does good is they kept... The identity of Dr. Claw is like a complete mystery. True. Yeah. And that's kind of always been like the thing that I kind of liked about Dr. Claw is because you don't know what he looks like. All you just see is just his a claw. big metal yeah. hand and his very obese looking cat, if I remember rightly. Yeah. And <laughs> every time, we, and every time, really see. and then every time they found him, they turned like his chair around, there would be like some sort of explosive device. Oh yeah, like, I remembered in like the intro. Every time he turned it around, there's a big bomb with bomb. a handcuff on it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like Matthew. So the main character is played by Matthew Broderick. Which Matthew I, Broderick. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure in the cartoon, Inspector Gadget didn't have a first name, but for some reason, every antagonist, uh, every hero has to be called John. For some reason, <laughs> that seems like a go-to, like it, John. It, it literally just feels like a game of fucking 
name bingo for fucking characters. Just like spin the wheel. Ah, uh, John. We'll just yeah, we'll go with John. <laughs> but if you, because <laughs> if you look at the the names of Johns in movie history and TV yeah. history, um, oh, and video games for that matter, you've got John McClane. Yep. John, the Inspector Gadget. Uh, John One One Seven from Halo. Johnny Five from Short Johnny Circuit. Five, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Uh fucking hell, can't wait to talk about Johnny Bravo. Um th- there's so many few Johns out there. I'm sure everybody was somebody says John Travolta, that's a that's an actual actor. That well that's well that's the actor's actual name. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Um but he ends up in this situation, you know, he, he he sees the bad guy. I think he ch- he chases him down in his like little police car and then it, yeah it's a very little car that he sticks a siren on the top of his roof so oh, yeah and, <laughs> and then he how does he hit he ends up like either being crashed or so, exploded or something like that so what happened was so he's chasing down this limo which contains dr claw mm-hmm. and air quotes yeah air quotes so at this point um the, the introduction to Dr. Claw in this movie seems promising to start with because mm. we just get the hand and the cat yeah, as just the reveal. And I'm like, okay, so just like the cartoon, we're on to a good start already. Yeah. And basically, um, so how it's basically happened is he's on security duty. There's this ginormous black van that crashes for a wall. And it basically steals these equipment and this mechanical foot which was created by this old man who is the father of the love interest, so to speak. Yes. What was and the name again? I just looking up the casting tile. So let okay. me have a gander. Right. So the oh, what's the woman's name? All right. So the love interest is played by Jolie Fisher, and the character's name is Doctor Brenda Bradford. Oh yeah, because he has like this uh, fascination with um... oh with the woman, yeah, yeah, with the woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he even throws in the word "wow," so which was like a common fucking catchphrase from Expect Gadget Expect in the cartoon, Gadget, at least, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, so yeah, this black van crashed through a wall. Little robots come out of it to steal the foot, steal the equipment, and kill the dad. Yeah. <laughs> Just and. <for> <laughs> Yeah, just sure, why not? And then they all bugger off. Uh, Broderick's character basically gets in his little mobile. Yeah. Which, for some reason, has a bowling ball inside of it, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so he chases this limo, which has Dr. Claw in it, and Dr. Claw has this oil slick button where he yes. sprays oil all over the road. Broderick loses control. He gets tipped upside down in his car and slides towards what looked like the leg of a massive sign, which ends up being the Yahoo sign. That falls onto the limo. No, actually, wait. Yeah. I've, I've skipped a bit there. So it was a bit where he crashes into the sign upside down. Yeah. He gets his little um, megaphone, like he's stealing Jimmy Hart's gimmick or something, to shout <laughs> at fucking Dr. Claw being like, get out, come with us quietly, and all business. And then he's like, ah, oh, you'll win. Would you like a victory cigar? And he's like, but I don't smoke. Oh, you will be in a minute. <laughs> and it's literally just like an explosive in the shape of a cigar. He throws it at him. 
Yeah, I remember, yeah, because he's upside yeah. down, as not he, or something. Yeah, pretty much in the car, and then kaboom, we presume Gadget, well, Broderick's dead at this point, because, yeah. like, we've so, just been blown up in the car. <laughs> so, um, Matthew Broderick's uh, character name is John Brown. I forget the character name, or I just think of is yeah. he's going to be Gadget He's going to be Gadget, yeah. He's gone yeah, from that... John Brown to Inspector Gadget. <laughs> John Brown is like... <laughs> Like even Brown's a very common last name know, as well. Right? It's like Jesus Christ, you're picking a common first name and a common last name. It's confusing as fuck. But anyway, yeah. Artemis, so the Brad- car- Artemis Bradford was the guy's was the um was the father's name, played by the mm. ever amazing Renee Abadonis, who played uh, Odo in Deep Space Nine. Ooh, yeah nice yeah so a bit of a I, shout out there because i know he did look very familiar and for some reason i'm thinking no this isn't the farmer from babe wrong person. no no that's <laughs> that's james that's uh james oh fuck what's his name now <laughs> star trek fan's gonna kill me now uh james cronwell i think his name gotcha. is yeah right. james cronwell that was oh no oh yeah bring us back yeah so they bring blow him up and yeah, then, so they blow him up, and then as it blows up, <laughs> the sign then falls over, which is this giant Yahoo sign. Yahoo! And, ah, is this, and is this the point where the bowling ball shoots up the car? Yeah, the bowling ball shoots up, and for some reason, his sunroof... Oh, yeah, because he comes up through the sunroof of his limo, yes. and yeah, the so bowling ball... Like... He, he closes the... Uh, he closes the uh, sunroof, and then he looks up, the bowling ball just lands on his hand and crushes his hand. And that's how he becomes Doctor. And that's how he becomes Doctor Claw, which is the most is... cheesiest Disney way of getting somebody's hand Gosh. decapitated. Is a meme. <laughs> like I get they were trying to think of an idea, and like, well, how does he get the claw then? Um, fuck it, uh, hand broke by bowling ball. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how he actually gets the claw in the cartoon. <laughs> But I don't think it was a bowling ball to the fucking hand. And like I was saying before about, oh, the, the reveal in the cartoon was kept like very mysterious. Yeah. Literally eight minutes into, into this the movie. movie. And we know. The, the, uh... the reveal's blown. We know who the fuck he is. <laughs> we see <laughs> his face, especially when he comes out with the explosive cigar. So, like, so we know who the fuck Dr. Claw is. But the thing is as well, right? So we'll get on with the plot a bit more. But the thing is, the audience members know who Dr. Claw is. But then well, through, the, through the case of the movie, nobody else know who he is. He, everyone thinks he's this software company uh, tycoon guy. Oh, I'm an evil tycoon. It's just, it's just software and shit. Typical 90s like style villain on Disney. Like, <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like, yeah. I need technology. Why? <laughs> I need technology. <laughs> but then... After this, he's rushed to the hospital, and then they're they're all like, "Right, we need to save this guy's life." And then they kind of go into like this silly comic, comically like six million dollar man Steve Austin kind of like we will rebuild him. Well, this yeah. So (laughs) I think it goes to the hospital. We are introduced to Penny, yes, who is played by Michelle. Trachtenberg. Yes, that's right. That's and right. I remember her weirdly enough from a Nickelodeon movie called Harriet the Spy, which was ironically her film debut. 
So that was literally the first movie she was in. Yes. And, she, yeah, she's one of those actresses that I recognise her from just a load of stuff that she was in. Yeah, um, she know. played... Oh, yeah, I recognise her now because she plays um, Dawn Summers in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's as the Buffy, one, yes. Yeah, as Buffy's sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She, I, I was going to say she was in Buffy as well. But... um. Yeah, it was just um, so we basically get Penny. So it's like, cool, we got Penny, we got Brain the dog who gives freaking yeah, yeah, cute little beagle who then gives uh, John tongue action, which you might as well just play Careless Whisper when that fucking happens, just completely ruin the scene. (laughs) Is that (laughs) just (laughs) your theme? I was gonna, I was saying this earlier, and your theme, right? If anyone doesn't know, Sasuke had never seen his matches. Careless Whisper by. Uh, George, Michael. George Michael. I said this George Michael. Mm-hmm. Right. That's becoming such a meme song right now. Oh. Unfortunately. I think it was a meme. For, I think it was a meme for a long while because <laughs> I remember there'd been like memes where they play a scene of like two characters looking at each other from like Lord of the Rings, where it'd be like Aragorn and Elrond, and the minute fucking Careless was replaced, it completely changes the scene and just simply cuts the sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than uh, you know, we'll take you the Getting whole time. size and guard. Oh, God, God, God. No, yeah, I am too. not playing that song no. as an intro song when we do Lord <laughs> of the Rings. All right, never. Oh, I'd, I'd die if that was a thing, but no worries. I might, I, I might do it like an interlude. Watch this place. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> so, yeah, we're introduced with Penny and we got Brain who tongue kisses him. And then we have this president woman with like a buttload of police people. I would just say, like, oh, your father was a great man. Do you know him? No, I don't. So it's like, you bitch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's, that's the fucking Mayor Wilson. Oh, the fucking mayor. Yeah, Mayor Wilson, played by the fucking awesome uh, Cherry or, uh, Cherry or T, uh, Terry. She's fucking, she's a uh, famous uh, American Ooh. actress and comedian. She's been on a satellite. She was on, like, nice. Satellite Live between 95 and 2000, so... Yeah, she's done a lot, quite a lot. She's actually a really funny girl, very sarcastic girl. The comedy, <laughs> great. But so then, yes. So, so then they have they her, do... and then they have this gadget project, which they yeah. say about, which they then decide to essentially um, do the transition of John Brown to Inspector Gadget. Yeah. But there's a running theme with this movie that did annoy me, and that was like so many sound effects are just assaulting your fucking ears. <laughs> Every time, like, every time Gadget moved, there's like sound effect here, sound effect there. There was even these weird transition bits yeah. of like sound effects and whatever the fuck Broderick does is like, yeah, there's literally a sound effect. And I'm like, do you need this many sound effects? Tone it the fuck down a little bit, mate, because <laughs> I'm trying to... Tra- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to like, Disney. Like, it's making Tom and Jerry seem tolerable in regards to, like, sound effects. But at least with Tom and Jerry, they used it in the right moment. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, we need sound effects. How many? I don't know. As many as we can squeeze into this movie. No. But yeah. So he becomes the Inspector Gadget. Uh, he wakes up, uh, goes headfirst into the floor. Brilliant. Good start. <laughs> Surprisingly, no concussions, but he's not exactly human anymore. No. So I think he's fine. And he discovers he has these abundance of powers and gadgets just spewing through his fingers and just every orifice. 
And so there's the bit where the rocket just flies through the fucking all over the joint, through the window, into the mayor's face on a poster. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then as he just breaks out of his room, that's when he then bumps into uh, Jolie Fisher's character, Brendan Bradford. And there's this line of dialogue. Right, so I'll be honest when I say Broderick, like there are moments where Broderick can be pretty good in some movies of his. Like I say, his work as Simba in Lion King, fine. Uh, a character he voiced in the B movie, fine. I That's... don't think his acting was all too great in this movie. There were times his delivery was very off. And there was this particular line to where he was just like, no, I gotta get out of here. And then there's teeth chattering noises. I, and I'm like, you couldn't have gone a couple of takes with that line. Yeah, that was kind of that was kind of the thing is with this movie <laughs> is that it's trying to it's funny at parts, but it's trying too hard to be funny. Oh, I totally got you that know? from the get go. Now, if you this. had somebody, if you had somebody like mm-hmm. I don't know Jim Carrey in this film. Perfect. This this movie would have been like oh, it would have been cult, able to, it would have been a cult classic. You know, I mean, uh, it would have it would have nailed the line deliveries. Probably would have, probably would have made the comedy actually funny. But but, the, but then Broderick, you know, how many comedy films has Broderick done? You know, look, listen, we're not movie experts here. Okay, no. we're just fans. This is a fan made. Uh, podcast here for everything i know fuck all uh, if you listen to last week's episode on open all those you will know how much i know fuck all um but but like i i don't think he's been in that many comedy films no i mean the only mo- well so the movies i well the, the comedies well comedies and quotations that i've seen him in mm. have been not that great. I remember there was um, Deck the Halls was a terrible fucking Christmas movie with him and Danny DeVito and it really hurts me to say that because I love Danny DeVito but fuck me that movie was awful. Yeah. Absolutely bottom of the barrel fucking awful. So are we saying he's better of an action adventure kind of actor than comedy? Well well, something I've noticed, which is a bit ironic with Roderick, is a lot of his voice work is fine. Like, oh yeah, it's good voice actor. Like Simba in Lion King, fine, absolutely fine. And like I said, the character he played in the B movie, fine. And I even go as far as to say his role in Thief and the Cobbler was not too bad. Yeah, but there's always something about him in particularly live action movies where I don't, I don't know whether he's just, he doesn't quite hit. The sweet spot for me. Yeah. I feel. Like, I'm not saying, I mean, there are moments where he's terrible, but you'll mm. spot them on my love. But then there are moments where I'm like, could have done a little bit harder, mate. Just saying. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, like I say, I'm not a freaking acting expert or anything like that. Yeah. But when you see bad acting, you will see bad acting. And there are moments, particularly in this movie, that really were like, come on, mate. Yeah. Well, what was it? Like, you know, after the whole hospital scenes of him, like, falling all over himself, so many sound effects, uh, he ends up in the garage, or like this work, 
place or somewhere like that. I think it's a garage. Something and he like meets his, he meets his car for the first time, and his car. Oh, this fucking thing. Yeah, the the gadget reveal is known as uh is is voiced by the funny so, uh, Daryl in uh Hughley, who is a stand up American comedian. Um, and it, I I think he's funny. This I, I I think the star of the show is the fucking car. Um, <laughs> I, I think the car is fucking hilarious. I, I mean. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of a bit mixed, really. Like, I don't think it's bad. It's just, oh, of course he has a talking fucking car. I mean, yeah. Because Disney. Me, <laughs> well, it's, it's just right. It's like, let, let me think. Right. So we've got Knight Rider who had a talking fucking car mm-hmm. kit. Classic. Yep. Cool. And it just feels like they're just trying to, like, okay, what troops are we going to do? Oh, a talking car. Let's fucking do it. But it's like, but also, no offense to the guy that. Uh, did the voice for this, uh, Daryl in that Hughley or anything. Yeah, It's got that stench of we couldn't get Chris Rock, so fuck it, he will do. <laughs> that's that's kind of the feeling I got from this, because it just kind of felt like, right, we need you to do like a Chris Rock impression as the car. Oh, God. And it's just like, fuck, okay. Like, I mean, he, like I said, it's not the worst thing in the movie. I, like, I mean, the worst thing in the movie is a mixture of Broderick's acting and just the absolute fuck job of just blowing her load too early and revealing Dr. Claw. Yeah, I pretty feel like much. The, they're pretty much the worst parts of the movie. Oh, and the yeah. fucking sound effects, of course. And the sound effects but, as well, yeah. But like I said, the car's, yeah, the car's fine. The car's fine. It's harmless. It's fine. Like, my issue's not with the car. No, I mean, my because issue's the with car's the got like, the car's pretty cool inside because it's got like a skittle machine and Drinks machine and oh oh yeah there. oh yeah oh yeah kid me would have loved that and then adult yeah. me is like too many diabetes yeah, must avoid yeah yeah too much too much sugar um and and then you know as the movie gets on you realize hey uh Doctor Carr is like is trying to like create his own uh cyber uh, cyborg crime fighting you know machine oh, guy oh, which God, ends up it's... which ends up being uh, they called it robo gadget and uh robo brenda which were like two to the opposites of oh my yeah God. and the beauty thing about uh, which kills me all the time is that to separate the two together the two apart is that robo gadget was crazy looking Looked like looked like gadget in every way, apart from that psycho killer look with extraordinary big mask teeth, which they thought, hmm, the mask. Let's have teeth like that. Well, I'm not gonna lie, when I looked at the teeth, all it made me think of was that one episode in fucking Friends where <laughs> what's this guy's name? Ross? Ross David Thingies. Right, so there's a scene where He's just had his teeth whitened. Whitened, yeah. And he's gone to basically like have a nice little night with um I, forget who was. I don't know what his girlfriend. I don't think it was his girlfriend. It was like somebody. No, else. no, no. no. I, I think it was like some other woman he was on a date with. And he's just yeah. like, so where were we? And he smiles and he's like <laughs> looking at the Cheshire cat from Alice in Wonderland at fucking night. Because all you see are these bright as fuck white teeth <laughs> just smiling. And rightfully, she was fucking like, the fuck is going on here? Like, I would be the same. Yeah. And that's all I could think of with this 
fucking evil version of Gadget. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I can't hear you over your white as fuck teeth. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, because like, they... Holy cow. Because they, like... They, don't they, like, deactivate them or something like that? They deactivate oh. Gadget initially, which causes this double ganger to, like, do exactly the same thing he does, but, like, ruin evil. everything. Yeah, <laughs> evil. And then... Because it causes an evil doppelganger oh, in this that, movie. <laughs> that's what it was. It was like a chip or something. That yeah, was there was in a him, chip. And they yeah, took it, it out. Chip. Yeah, yeah they took it out. And then didn't they like kick? No, wait. I'm thinking I'm getting mixed up with Terminator with the whole like kick the head in and then he's like dangling from wires. Yeah. No. I'm thinking, I'm thinking... <laughs> yeah, that's Terminator. I think. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's understand the confusion. <laughs> yeah. And then they're all crying and upset. They were, you know, blah blah blah. And then somebody says something. I think it's the girl, Brenda. I think Brenda says something. Uh-huh. And then a typical Disney's passion, I think, kisses him. Of course. And, and then he is like, oh, I'm awake. You know, let's save the world. Blah, blah, let's save the city. Blah, blah, blah. And they go on this little thing where they're both fighting each other. Like, the both double gangers are fighting the real versions of themselves pennies doing something with brain and the car which then alternates into uh ro- robo gadget going all like crazy and shit and then winning and then they take doctor then they take doctor claw out with something was something i can't remember what it was was it oh they caught uh, caught him in like the uh skyscraper in, a, yeah. in his helicopter, brought him down safely. People, are, police are there to arrest Gadget, but then it turns out uh, Doctor Claus is the actual bad guy. Who fucking knew? God, right? <laughs> and then they arrest him. I will get you, Gadget. That that famous line, and then he's yeah. disappeared, and everybody happy ever after. That's I think the I'm not, I mean, I know there was another line. I think it might have been a bit earlier than that point. Where he, Dr. Claw's in like a helicopter feet, and he's just like, go, go, catch it! Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is it? <laughs> like, how do you turn from one of the coolest fucking villains into like this blumbering idiot of a human being? Fucking hell. Uh, this movie is not a long movie. Right? No. It's, the runtime of it is about 78 minutes, which is about. An hour, and an hour and eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, an minutes. hour and eighteen. Yeah, uh, it's not a long film. It's pretty no. much a. T- it's pretty much like a long TV short film. Mm. You know, um, you know, produced by Disney, re- uh, Caravan Pictures, uh, Dick uh, Entertainment, and yeah. uh, and obviously, um, you know, the normal uh, Disney Disney distributors and everything like that. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, pal. All right, the budget of this right. film was seven, uh, 75 to 90 million dollars. Okay, right and in the box office, bit of a shock, but this movie in the box office made 137.4 million dollars, right? Which was very, I know, right? Which is very, very popular with families. This is a you know. A family, family, take your family on a weekday or weekend movie um, trip, mm. and uh, 
the 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 year this came out is ninety nine, and some of the uh some of the people who were like some of the movies that were out this year as well was pretty pretty crazy, mm. like um you know Star Star Wars Episode One Phantom Menace was out the oh, same year. Oh yeah, you know I, I think the same month. I can't remember. Somebody go back to uh, Episode One in the archives to find out when it came out but it was it was like really it, it was a really popular film but obviously we had like the fucking really bad fucking sequel oh. uh yeah <laughs> fucking the I, mean, I i'm telling oh. you this now i can safely say the 2003 um inspector gadget 2 sequel to this film Will not be covered on this fucking podcast because one, Thank I've never, one, I've never seen it, and two, I don't want to sit on this podcast and rip it, rip something apart that people generally like. So I can spare that. However, that being said, I may do an episode of Love Island. I'm going to tear that shit to fucking pieces. Ooh. All right, all right. So I'm just saying that. But Fair. overall, overall, this movie is described as like an American. Uh, is uh, this movie is described as an American superhero comedy film? Uh, one, I don't think it's a superhero film. I think it's more of a cat live action adaptation of a famous cartoon. Oh yeah, I mean, which it blatantly is. And do you know what I would have done? Do you know the um, Robo Gadget, the evil gadget? Yeah. Why didn't they just give him a mustache? Like the original Inspector Gadget had. Oh wait, I. You actually, know, because the original. Not... Yeah, because the original when Inspector Gadget first came out as a cartoon, yeah, Gadget had a mustache, and then yeah. they took the mustache off him. Yeah, because I think that was in the pilot. He had a mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good fucking shout. That yeah. makes. That does make fucking sense. Yeah, and like you know, a few shout outs as well to like I'm pretty sure, um, because you know they don't. There's no origin story with gadget in like the cartoons, as far as I'm aware. Eh. I don't think there is. I think it's just straight in. He's just like this police inspector who is like a robot slash human, the cyborg. And he could do spectacular things. I I don't remember the cartoon ever uh, showing episodes where he went back to where he was before Inspector Gadget. Hmm. I don't remember any of that. If somebody remembers that, let me know. Let us know. I mean, I don't remember them going into like any backstory of no. the fact of this is Inspector Gadget, and we're just going to show off all the stuff he can do. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, there is a funny episode. There is a funny bit of this movie. Right. Because I don't really think we could touch much else on this fucking movie other than <laughs> it's it's a fine movie, but it could have been fucking better. Uh, and yeah, then I'm... the cheesy and then the cheesy thing about it is on the poster said it's coming up, uh, you know, this movie is go 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 is go go this Thursday. Uh, the, oh, this July, and I'm just yeah, like, oh, fucking cheesy nineties bullocks. Oh, um, just, mm. There is there is a famous scene in this movie where 
uh, it's only just come to me now that when John, when Gadget is trying to um, train himself to like learn all these abilities, right? There, there is a fucking there's a guru being brought in. Oh, this scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guru. <laughs> a guru comes in and he's like, you know, oh, and all that stuff. While Gadget is like trying to control his like extending arm, and yeah. then he's got it for a while, twists it, twists his arm, and then it just goes out of control straight to the guy's nads. And the guy is going, ah, and then he's, you just see him lift down an ambulance gurney with a fucking big, bite, big oh, pile yeah, of ice on his nuts <laughs> with a squeaky voice. That is fucking brilliant. I think that's God, the best I, fucking scene. Yeah, that was it. Obtain the balls, and then Obtain the hand. The ball. <laughs> Yeah, literally says obtain the balls, and then the hand just twists, goes to the nuts. His eyes fucking pop out like a fucking cartoon. And then it was just like, and then it's just like proper like chip my place, like take it away. And the fucking ambulance, like, right, okay. Do you know what? I've just realised this is gonna that that is gonna be like when this episode ends. That fucking bit is going to be the outro. Lead is, is going to be the interlude leading to the outro this episode. I fucking decided. Oh, right. Watch the space when this is done. Yeah, um, fuck it. I, I don't know what else we could talk about this film other than it. It had promise, but ooh. In my research, literally just now, as okay. I'm speaking about this, right? Casting wise, okay. Cameron Diaz declined the role of Dr. Bre- uh, Brenda Bradford mm. initially in favor of any given Sunday. And Brendan Fraser was Brendan Fraser was considered for the role of Inspector Gadget, but turned it down according to uh, a court uh, turned it down on account of working on in George of the Jungle. Ah, so other live action Disney films based on anime cartoon. Oh yeah, uh, well, don't need to talk about that then, really. Yeah, I mean, uh, two other people, two other choices for the role of Inspector Gadget were uh, Chevy Chase, mm-hmm. uh, who is—I don't remember who that is—and Steve Martin. Was considered for the role, while the father, Steve Martin, yeah, was considered yeah. for the role. Sorry, I've just also had a bit of research here. So it says here during the Minions Anonymous scene in the credits, yeah, one of the henchmen was Mister Fucking T. Was it? Yeah, apparently. Fucking I, awesome. I never noticed that, but fuck. Yeah. What and it says, uh, says here, while the Farley Farley brothers' choice choice for gadget was Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and Lindsay Lohan turned down the role of Penny mm. due uh, due to her work uh, due to her working on the Parent Trap, yeah. and then Eddie Murphy, David Allen, uh, Grier, and Chris Tucker yeah. were considered for the role of the Gadget Mobile with. Um, Tim Curry, James Earl Jones, William Defoe, Jack Nicholson, John Lithgow, Tommy Lee Jones, and Dennis Harper were all considered uh, considered for the role of Doctor Claw, mm. which I'm like, what? 
I, I don't think James Earl Jones, because if James Earl, well, then again, if you never revealed who Dr. Claw was, James Earl Jones would be fucking perfect for that. Oh, like, I mean, to be fair, this was the same man I did the voice with Darth Vader. I know, you'd be like, ah, oh, this is where, this is I mean, where Darth Vader's been. Yeah, so I think yeah, you could have easily done the reveal and have like his voice, yeah, go like very sort of Darth Vader esque in all it, and I could definitely see that working if they, you know, keep the fucking reveal, yeah, which they fucking didn't, which annoys me, but that's besides the point. Yeah, but uh, and, another sorry, another yeah. thing I was gonna say was during that same henchman bit with Mister T, the other guy with him is Richard Keel. Who played Jaws in James Bond's uh, The Spy Who Loved Me and oh, Moonraker? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, well, they, uh, hilariously, they credited him as famous bad guy with silver teeth. Fuck's sake. You knew you got fucking Jaws and James Bond on this damn thing, but. <laughs> but, um. I mean, on the one hand, I get why they turn it down for other shit. Yeah, but, but then, on the other, but on the other hand, it's got my brain really thinking. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh, see, I I want the I just want somebody to dub the uh, gadget mobile with Chris Tucker's voice in it. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock, whichever you can get your money on. Yeah. Really. Oh wait, Chris <laughs> Chris Tucker wouldn't have been able to do it because he's probably working on Russia with two at the time. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 I think. God, I love Fifth Element movie. doesn't long come out either, so mm. so sounds about right. Really. Yeah, yeah, he was a busy boy by that point. Yeah. Anyway, let's God. end this one because we for those you who don't know, we're doing a doubler tonight as we're yeah. recording this. So with with Inspector Gadget, uh, let's do. Oh, I don't want to do ninety nine. Let's do seventy eight. All right, seventy eight. The amount of fucking runtime minutes it has out of 78 oh, yeah. out of 78 what would you rank this movie <laughs> fucking hell um, <laughs> honest answer please uh, I, I, I'll don't worry I, I will, I'll give you a fucking honest answer for this <laughs> so out of 78 I am in all honesty out of 78 I'm giving this a 10 and my reason a my 10. reason for this is yeah 10 out of 78 and the 10 is only there for the brief promise at the beginning of like the brief promise of a really good Dr. Claw reveal or mm-hmm. Dr. Claw like hiding of him. Yeah. And there were a couple of moments where I thought, okay, I, I, I can deal with this. The rest of the movie falls flat for my opinion. So in return, in terms of like a movie based on, the cartoon of Inspector Gadget, I felt having him be like a dude that becomes Gadget in like a very Robocop fashion. Mm-hmm. Bit weird, but hey ho. And yeah, I just felt they ruined the reveal of Dr. Claw. And I'm like, well, that's ruined that for me because we know who the fuck it is now. <laughs> so it's like all the mystique and mystery you had of the original Claw fucking killed in like eight minutes of this entire fucking movie and then it's like oh how do we give him the claw bowling ball to the hand <laughs> like alright and the fucking sound effects really annoyed me throughout this fucking movie I'm just like shut up and calm down 
<laughs> like, so, I get, oh, like, I get, like, I mean, I get when the gadget comes out, okay, mm-hmm. sound effects. Not all the fucking time. But the 10, I'm pretty much putting it there for, like, in regards to, like, like I said, the good promise beginning of Dr. Claw's reveal. Yeah. And some decent effort from the other members of the cast. Like, decent effort from Jolie Fisher. Decent effort from Michelle Trachenberg. And I could go through the entire fucking casting list. And I will say the car um, regards as a, a highlight of the movie, which at least contributes to the 10 I'm giving here as well. Mm-hmm. So... Even then, there was so much you could do to improve on this fucking movie and probably make it probably not as cheesy. Like, a bit of cheese is fine, but this was cheese fucking overload, in my opinion. Yeah. And, like, what we discussed about the evil doppelganger. Give him a mustache. Boom. (laughs) Like, that would have at least, A made a bit of sense to the know-hows mm. in Inspector Gadge, and also you can tell the fuckers apart, apart from the white-as-fuck teeth. Yeah. Uh, it just it just came across as very... a bit too much cheese, and I like my cheese in, like, some bits, but this mm. was a bit too much to stomach, if I'm honest. If you had to put the two movies together, which one would be better, Inspector Gadget or Super Mario Brothers? Can I be honest? Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I, I, I see. As a kid, I loved this film. I, I, mm. I, I, I did. I, I, I probably the minority who enjoyed this film. Um, but I'm a very simpleton, simple mind, so I'd laugh <laughs> at anything. Really, mm. if, if an old lady fell on across the road, I would go and sit, go and help her up, and then laugh afterwards. You know? <laughs> um, okay. Don't do that, people. That's cruel, <laughs> all right. Um, for me, oh, ten or seventy-eight. My mind, I'm going. Oh, it's a bit harsh, but I can see your reasoning for it. Yeah, I think for- I'm looking at it from the point of big fan of the cartoon, grew up with it. Mm. Oh, a movie based on the cartoon. Yeah, and it was like there was a lot that needed improving on in this movie. I felt. I think for uh, me, I think for hmm. me. I would probably give the. I'm not going to give this like a high score. No. But I would probably give this a. I I would probably give it a. For me, probably twenty five, just because of how much I enjoyed it. I mean, it's 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 not a bad film. It's a bad film. Yeah. A, a badly plotted film. Badly handled. Yeah, badly handled film, but <laughs> the intention of making the movie was there and it was good, but they kind of dropped the ball in a few key areas. Yeah. You know? Um, but, you know, this is not criticizing them. This is just being a fan and enjoying it. I know nothing about the movie business. I think yeah. the way the movie business is going at the moment is it's going well, but obviously there's a few like corporate things that's happening in the world at the moment. Um, but but yeah, I mean, as long as the movie's got good storytelling and uh, you know, and car- beloved characters from like 
TV games and um, comic books are portrayed well and with respect, then I you have no beef with me. But mm. yeah, this is like 25 for me. Yeah, 25 or 78. I won't go any higher than that. Mm. Unless somebody redubs everything, remakes the entire movie, and adds like new characters. I got a funny mm. feeling there could be a remake of this movie in the cards one day with Disney. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but we probably won't get that probably, I'm going to say probably five years. Mm. And at least until like Marvel is done with like their phase six. So that yeah. gives them plenty of breathing room then. Mm. So like, right, we've done six phases of Marvel now. Let's take a break from Marvel and then let's go and focus on other films. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's been said. Anyway. Uh that's this one done. Uh yep. we're gonna take <laughs> we're we're done with this episode. So you know, Sass is always welcome. Always thank always, always thank Sassy Bear for coming in. Um no, we're gonna take you. a we're gonna take a little break ourselves here now from recording. And then we're going to record next week's episode. And then you guys who are listening to us right now are going to get that famous guru scene of the nuts. And then out to the intro. And then thanks some people. So see you in a bit. Try to visualize your goal. Concentrate. Put all other things out of your head except... Obtaining the balls. Okay. He's just like that six million dollar man. I guess six million dollars doesn't buy what it used to. <laughs> Excuse me. And that's it, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in today. That was a really fun episode to do. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed. Hopefully, you guys will enjoy it, and I hope you've enjoyed every single episode so far on our journey to wherever this little podcast takes us. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, each and every Monday. Uh, so we do appreciate you coming in. Uh, don't miss anything here right now. If you haven't followed us on our social media, follow us on Instagram at the Multiverse of Entertainment Pod, uh, TikTok at Mo Podcast as well. Uh, each week you will get a snippet of the next episode coming out. Uh, so you get a little inkling of what's happening. And uh, you can follow me on my Instagram as well if you want. Everything's there. Uh, everything is a link below. Um, I'm sure I've forgotten something. Uh, oh, check out Sassy Bear as well. His links will be in the description below as well. So do check him out. Give him a follow. I'll not show him support uh, through his wrestling uh, career as well. Um, that's it. Uh, next week. We are hitting episode 16 where we're talking about Orville and Sassy Bear is joining me on that episode as well. So until then, enjoy, have a good week and uh, stay safe, keep nerdy and thank you for tuning in.
goodbye. I can never figure out what to say at the end of these intros or these outros. So fuck it. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>